Hey, welcome back to Tunes Tunes Podcast. I'm your host, Harold. As always, you can follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Welcome back, y'all. We got Oklahoma City darling, Ryan Drake in the house. What's going on? Hey, bud. Thanks for, thanks for calling me a darling. You are, man. I, th- I always say, was it like Oklahoma City's el- most eligible bachelor? <laughs> I was trying to remember what I read where someone said that. I was like, what the I fuck? I couldn't believe that wasn't, I said that as a joke and they actually ran it and like, oh pub- and, like published it. I could <laughs> oh not believe God. it. I said, she's like, what do you want your title to be? And I was like, starting point guard for the Thunder. And she's like, no, seriously. And I was like, Oklahoma City's most eligible bachelor. And then she never responded. And, oh I, my and God. I was like, oh shit, they actually ran with that. Wait, JK. I know. It would have been better if they were like, starting point guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But yeah, whatever. Well, it took me so goddamn long to get you on the show on your own episode. That's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, I'm upset about this because you basically have covered, throughout the entirety of your show, you've covered everything that I'm interested in. You've covered pretty much everything, right? I think so. I think you've covered every show, every band, every genre of music. <laughs> like, there's not much left. Man, we did that. Okay, that uh, that OC episode we did was freaking tight. It was though. great. That was awesome. I loved it. We need to we need to have a revisited of that for sure. We need to revisit the OC soundtracks okay, let's again. Let's do it again. We only really covered one and two. Yeah. Uh, no, this dude, the fucking OC. That show changed my life. That show was so, so good. good. We talked mostly about the music on that show. The show itself, also incredible. Yes. Yeah. 100%. We actually, just this week, we realized that my boss looks like, um, fuck, what was his name in the Ryan show? Ryan Atwood. Luke. No, no, no. It was the guy that was Zach. the, is he, was he the boyfriend? Was of he the Summer? one that was competing with Ryan? Oh, wait, for, which one? For Oliver. Oliver? No, the buff guy, the the blonde Oh, one. Luke. It was Luke. Yeah, from season one? Our boss looks just like Luke at work. And I was like, oh First my of all, God. that man must be very handsome because Him, Luke's a good looking guy. I have beautiful bosses. We've ta- <laughs> we've t- we talk about it all the time at the office. They're uncomfortable with it, but we talk about it all the time. We have the most beautiful bosses. In I the would city. join a dating app that was just for beautiful bosses. <laughs> beautiful boss babes in your area. Just beautiful bosses. Yeah, no, I'm here for it. <laughs> People who have a little bit of managerial experience, but they're also <laughs> hot. It's a good combo, my guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm the most eligible bachelor, but you know. You got that going for you. I do. I do got that going for me. Feels good. Are you fresh off of the uh, New Year's Eve party, the uh, the last emo night? Man, you got a lot of stuff going on, right? I had a lot of stuff going on. Now it's just January 2020, and I'm still <laughs> just, I feel like it's going to take me a month to recover from those things. I've got, I'm old now. I've gotten, and I hate when people say, like, oh, I'm old now, but like, it's taken me three days to recover from New Year's Eve. <laughs> All I do is drink water and energy drinks, and I'm still like not all the You're way. You're like, back. why am I not better? I'm not all the way back yet. <laughs> that night was wild, um, but no. If anyone's interested, we do. A, I do a '90s, 2000s dance party at the Speakeasy once a month. The next one is my four-year anniversary. Oh my god! And it's coming up February 1st, and I think I can say this. You want to get? You want to get a scoop? Go ahead. It's really not that big a scoop. I think I can say this because I think I'm like 85% sure it's going to happen. So my buddy Adam, you know Adam Seely. Yeah, you met him in a Thunder Up. I think. Yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he's like the lighting guy for the Flaming Lips. He like oh yeah, tours right. With them and runs their lights. Yeah. And he's he's done he's done lights for me before my dance parties back in the day. Are we okay? You keep looking yeah. at the, you keep looking at the thing like something's wrong. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he's back in town off tour with them, and they're not touring again until April. And I was like, Yo, come do my February party. Set up all the crazy ass humongous oh. lights. 
And he was like, yeah, I've got access to the Flaming Lips lights now. I can just bring them. That's crazy. I'm going to pay him, obviously. We're not just doing it for no reason. I'm going to pay him to come set up the fucking baller-ass lights. We're going to give everyone, what's it called? We're going to give everyone epilepsy. <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna rock out to some Everyone's Britney, gonna swallow we're gonna rock tongues. out to some Britney Spears and strobe lights. And you're gonna get in the hamster ball and run on the crowd. Yep, that's part of it. They'll be fucking that's tight. That's part of it. Yep, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> they would they would just they would just part and I would I would hit the ground and like run into the bar. Just bump I everybody. Be able to stop. Man, you're untouchable. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that's coming up February first. If anyone's interested, that's so. legit, man. That'd yeah, be I think fun. It, I think it could be cool. I need like the giant hands that shoot lasers out. Uh, yeah, those parties are fun. That is very Emo cool. night was fun. I'm glad you came. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to, if I'm in town and like I can make it to it, like that's like my realm. So I've got to come through for those. Yeah. Show hella support to my guy. Emo, emo was a, a phase for me as well. Emo bled into the OC very seamlessly. There was like that weird phase where I feel like, like, crossover. I, I feel like everyone kind of went from like emo music, like with like electric guitars into emo music with like acoustic guitars. Right. And that was like the OC. <laughs> Like a lot of secondhand serenade type shit. Yeah, a lot of death cab for me. A lot of death cab, yeah. Yeah, I went from Blink One Eight Two to Jimmy Eat World to death cab. That was like the. I forgot my my yearly uh, January first post. This so this is the new year. Boy, I usually I, do that every year. I did not ever do that because I think it's incredibly annoying. Wow, <laughs> you just you just uh, wrote Ben Gibbard lyrics and said they were yours. Okay, I did do that. Okay, I definitely did do that. Uh, Transatlanticism was a song that I would <laughs> leave as my away message and be like, I wrote this. Ryan Drake, 2005. <laughs> this is a song I wrote. It's called Transatlanticism by Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, that's how, that's how you start every away <laughs> message on AIM in 2005. God. Uh, that was 15 years ago. Jesus. Yeah, AIM was like not that long ago. Man. Yeah, I miss it. Remember the, the door opening and closing sounds? The, yep. Yeah. The thing that's always like uh, 2050 is as far away as 1990. That shit made me sick. Oh, boy. I was like, God damn. That's yikes. That is yikes. What's crazy is that actually weirdly what I was thinking of today, um, I saw the Coachella lineup came out. I don't know how interested you are in this, but I am a big festival guy. Right. I love festivals. I go to Bonnaroo every year. I'll go to Bonnaroo every year for the rest of my life. That lineup comes out Tuesday, actually. It's probably out by the time this episode comes out. Oh, shit. Um and I was thinking about, first of all, I, th I noticed that they had, because I don't know if you saw the, the lineup, uh, headliners are Rage Against the Machine. Oh, right. Travis, I didn't see that. They Travis Scott and Frank Ocean, nice. which is just like Frank Ocean's a fucking home run. <laughs> um, but like uh, the second line of the Rage Day is Calvin Harris, huh. which I think is interesting. I don't know how much you know about Calvin Harris, but he dated Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> I watch the E Network a lot. I don't know if you've noticed this. <laughs> between total divas and anyway. Um, Calvin Harris headlined Coachella in 2016, and he's the only artist I've ever seen that has headlined Coachella that has been relegated to like second line the next time he came. Oh shit! The next time they came, I think that's interesting. So you like to see like the progression of it, like well, can, we, crazy can we get top billed again? It's wild that that you were a festival headliner and then they invite you back and they're like, but you're not going to headline this time. Huh. That would be pissed if I were Calvin Harris. But that, but the only reason I thought about. 2010 was because that was the year Kings of Leon played every festival. Right. And Kings of Leon. I'm fascinated by Kings of Leon. I think it's wild how they were literally the biggest band in the world. Like not even close. Like one of, in the context of how big they were, I don't think we've had a bigger band since then. I, I agree. You know I mean, I those mean? are my guys. You know that. I don't necessarily love them. Have we talked about this? Uh, yeah. Oh, we have talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I shouldn't. Have. Did we talk about this on your podcast? 
Uh, no, it was like it was off mic, as I like to call it. Okay. A, a, a regular human conversation. Okay. <laughs> when you said like, as I know, I was like, I didn't know this, but probably means we've talked about it before. I just think it's fascinating. They were literally the fucking biggest band in the world. Like they were like up there with like U2. <laughs> And now they're playing free concerts in downtown Oklahoma City. Like, <laughs> was, I've never was, seen a band fall. It was free for us. They still got paid. That's what I'm saying. Like, free concerts for anyone to just walk up. Like, yeah. homeless people could just walk up and, like, watch Kings of Leon. Hey, they like Kings of Leon too, baby. I'm just saying, like, I've never seen a band it was, yeah. fall so hard. <laughs> By the way, that was a decade ago. Dude, I know. A decade ago. I saw you them. somebody was a decade ago. That was the first time I saw them. Only by the night tour. It was at the Ford Center. It was the first time I saw Kings of Leon. Yeah. And man, it's crazy to think. Like when you say it now, I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Decade that was ago, such a long time ago, man. Ten years, 2010. Insane. 2010. Fuck. We, wait, so in 2010, what were you listening to besides like Kings of Leon? In two and 2010. Yeah, like were you into that? You were into the mood, like kind of the OC, like indie rock. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was definitely still bumping like the format, right. Phantom Planet, Rooney stuff like that. But I also was getting into like Muse. Um, I saw Muse and Passion Pit not long after that. I saw Muse twice in the last like year and a half. It's the only two times I've ever seen them, but they're both recently. Fuck, I had no idea they were like my favorite live they're band insane. until I saw and them. It's three guys, and you're like, what the fuck? I cannot believe how good Muse is live. I, know. I saw them headline at Bonnaroo and without just even just being like, I guess we'll go see Muse. And I got there, and I was like, that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. So much that like when they came through on their next tour last year in Dallas, I think it was almost a year ago. Uh, they played Dallas last February, I think, and I was like, well, I have to go. Like, I saw them melt my face at Bonnaroo, and I have to go see them in Dallas, and that show was also just incredible. God damn. They're so good live. Ugh. And, it, yeah, it's so crazy. You forget it's three guys because they're just, like, explosive. Yeah. And then that guy has, like, the, the guitarist has, like, that spotlight on his guitar, and he's, like, shining it on the crowd. They do so much cool it visual. They do so much cool visual yeah. shit with, like, the cameras and stuff. It's wild, and like the dude, what's his name? Who's the what's the lead singer? Matthew Bellamy. Is that yeah, his name? that guy's like the most famous dude in the UK. Apparently, oh, he's really? dated like every supermodel. I Holy think. Holy shit! Yeah. All right, man. He dated like the Queen at some point. That's probably <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but that dude's like a fucking mega rock star. That's in the awesome. UK. Yeah. Yeah. So they they fucking ripped, and I was getting super into them, and then through going actually at uh is like tickets to that as like a gift. When they came to the Fort Center too, and uh, Passion Pit opened for them, so that started Passion Pit opened for Muse. Really into Passion. What a bill! Yeah, what a great bill, and that was also right. That's a little it's kind of different. It's right when Manners dropped. Wait, okay, it was in twenty ten. Sleepyhead was is my shit. Sleepyhead. Uh, what was the other one? Um, there was like a few singles on that. The Reeling was on that one. Little Secrets. Yeah, that's Little Secrets. That was. I just saw Passion Pit this year. Really? In L.A. when I was with Kellen at the Just Like Heaven Festival. How was it? Still got it. They, yeah, they still, were great. They can still go. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Grizzly Bear. I was getting into Grizzly Bear. They were, they were also at that festival, yeah. Damn. I know, we talked about this, I think. Oh, that's right. You yeah, did tell did. me about that festival when you were going to that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That was in May. Um, but no, I was uh, the other thing I was thinking about when I was on, and I was just randomly thinking about this is not what we plan on talking about. It was just what I was thinking about <laughs> on my drive over here was I was thinking about Kings of Leon, and I was thinking about 2010 and how that was a decade ago. And then I was thinking about like th- what I was doing in 2010 and just like the rise of like blogs and like music blogs and like blog rock and how that became its own like genre was how like bands like LCD Sound System like came out. Oh, of that. yeah. I just thought that was a really bizarre, interesting time for music. That is true. And they just played not that long ago, too, in Dallas. I was there. Did you? God yeah. damn, we go to like everything. I go to a lot of concerts. <laughs> I go to a ton of concerts. What's uh, the next one you're going to? 
I don't know, actually. What am I going to? I don't know. I have to think about it. I have to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have tickets to Grace Potter in February, but it's got to be something before that. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's something going on before that, I'm sure. I will figure it out. Yeah. But no, that was just a really interesting time for like when like blogs and music like combined. Right. And to be like a thing that was important in like the culture. And now both are pretty irrelevant, I feel like. Yeah. It's true. Getting there at least. Yeah. I mean, if they're not completely written out, man. I wonder I always wonder that. What's gonna be like the next thing like this year? What's gonna be like Yo, I, so I used off? to think this is this is good. We can try and forecast twenty twenty trends. Let's do it. <laughs> no. I remember for the <laughs> longest time after Instagram came out, thinking like there's never going to be, because Vine died. Right. Vine was incredibly my shit. Uh, Vine was my favorite piece of the internet that's ever existed, I think. <laughs> I we got TikTok it. now, bro. That's what, I, okay, that's what I was saying, though, was like, we had Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and then Vine died, and Vine was there for a minute, and Vine died. But like, nothing came close to those three for the longest time. For, like, it's been like five years. Right. Like, nothing has come along. And then we just all kind of, I just kind of assumed, like, this is it. Like, we've reached the peak of, like, at first, it was just like text. Like, I'm going to tweet a thing. And then, like, oh, you can put photos up. Like, you can put a photo up on Instagram. That was like, oh, so what's the next thing? It's going to be video. And so then now, oh, video is a thing. But then it was like, okay, then, then there's live video. Now you can go live on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, Periscope. Like, what, but, like, what's, yeah, Periscope and, like, uh, Meerkat. Meerkat, yeah. But it was like, what's the thing beyond that? Like, what's the thing beyond live video? Like, there's nothing, right? I don't know, man. But then fucking TikTok came along. Right. And there, I, TikTok is like my second favorite piece of the internet ever. <laughs> I fucking spend so, one of my resolutions was literally to spend less time on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'll spend, I'll get on there and just start scrolling for, and then an hour will pass. Fuck. And my phone will be like out of storage because I save like every TikTok that makes me <laughs> laugh, even just a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to send that to like 12 people later. I never do. I fucking love TikTok. That is so funny. I don't make them. I have an account because you have to have one just to look at them. That's the exact same thing as me. Like, I was tired of getting them sent and then them pulling up as, like, a video. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to download TikTok so when people send them to me, I can quit being a coward and just watch them. <laughs> download TikTok, you coward. <laughs> Man. Literally, one of my resolutions was, like, quit fucking going through Instagram for hours. Quit going through TikTok for hours. <laughs> I've Yeah. It's how could you like think? How could you even like have ever thought that that thing was gonna take off like that though? With TikTok, yeah. And I never thought that people would stop. Like I never thought Instagram Stories would take off. And then it, oh, Snapchat the way- was no, Snapchat was one that's still kind of hanging around. Yeah. Snapchat was so Vine died, and then Snapchat kind of died. But everything I've seen now, I mean, I work in social media, so you got to keep everything I read is right. You have to read shit. Like, what are the trends in social media? Apparently, Snapchat's like on the comeback. That's why I keep reading, and I'm and just I like, too. man, I, like, deleted it. Like, I know. No, I keep reading that, like, Snapchat's having, like, a big moment. Like, a like, renaissance. Like it, like, it dipped down to, a, like, a low, but now it's coming, like, way they back They, like, up. did their IPO, and, like, yeah. everyone was, like, shitting on them real hard, yeah, I remember. Should we, invest in, should we invest in Snapchat? We should. <laughs> I think we should. Right now. Get your phone out. We should invest in TikTok. We should have invested <laughs> in TikTok a year ago. God, I know. Uh, I own 10 shares of Facebook stock. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got in on the IPO. It was $42. Shit. And I got 10 shares because we, our family, our, we're Jewish. So we, 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 we got a guy. <laughs> uh, your stock, your investor guy? Yeah. No. Uh, no, like one of my grandparents just bought like a shit ton and gave me 10 shares. But I, got, I have 10 shares. Huh? I said that'll work. I have 10 shares of Facebook stock that I'm sitting on that huh. I almost cashed, How's it looking? I almost cashed out whenever the fucking Cambridge Analytica thing <laughs> happened. I was like, well, this is it. I'm going to lose money on this. Gosh. It got bad. Uh, I don't know what the, pr- the price is over a hundred bucks now. The same thing with like, uh, I remember Netflix stock crashed when they started doing uh, streaming because people were pissed that they were like changing it. 
So it like plummeted and then people bought it up and then it just skyrocketed when streaming took off. And I just can't think like, man, what would have happened if you had just invested like a grand or something? Facebook's like, up to two hundred and eight dollars a share right now. There you go. So that's two grand if I cashed out. I got it. They, she got it at forty two dollars a share. It's not bad, um, man. No, I want to talk about Netflix in a second, but also one of the craziest things I've heard recently was that if you had invested two things actually that infuriate me and make me a coward for not doing these things, <laughs> if you had invested <laughs> when the first iPhone came out in two thousand eight, big moment for me. That was the, I've watched. Do you know I've watched every Apple keynote. Every single every one? Every major one. They do the one big iPhone one a year every September. My God. And I watch every one of them live. Um, starting with that, I've watched the first iPhone one like probably 10 times. I don't Jesus. know why. I'm a psychopath. Um, <laughs> why are you this way? I don't know. I, I texted you that. Yeah, I know. That killed me. Um, <laughs> why are you like this? <laughs> um, no. When the first iPhone came out, if you had if you had taken that money and instead of buying an iPhone, just invested that money into Apple, you'd have like... $250,000 now Jesus. or something crazy like that, which is infuriating. <laughs> the second infuriating thing is that I used to do a podcast back in the day. I'm an elder statesman. I was paving the way for the young bucks like you. <laughs> Thank um, you for dying for my sins. <laughs> here, I'm a martyr. Uh, I used to do a podcast back in the day on the spy and it was like, we did it for like 2011 and 2014 ish. And uh, I remember in 2011 or 12, some money that we were interviewing, we were interviewing some, we were, I think we were interviewing, I can't remember who it was, someone who just came back, someone who's in a band and they just came back from South by Southwest and they're like, yo, they have Bitcoin vending machines in Austin. We oh were, yeah. And we were like, what? That's crazy. I remember hearing about those. And they were like, yeah, but it's like Bitcoin's like a big thing. And we we're like, is it though? Is it a big thing? And he's like, yeah, you should fucking like Shit. put some money in Bitcoin. And we were like, it's 2011. I'm not going to put money in Bitcoin. <laughs> you told him that specifically. No, I didn't say that, <laughs> but I was just, that's how I God, felt. That's so frustrating. And yeah. And then 2018, I think it was 2018 when it fucking spiked. Yeah. yeah. Big spike energy. Fuck. And uh, yeah, again, could have, could have did that. Did I wonder not what that, that would have been, how that would have been like. Oh my God. Like I, I regret it every day. You don't, don't extrapolate it because you're going to be pissed as hell. I know. If I do the <laughs> math, I'm like, no. I don't even know how Bitcoin works. Do you know how it works? I am terrified of that shit because I have no idea how Because you have works. to like mine it, right? You have to have like mining computers. Something set up. like that, yeah. You have to have like a farm of computers set up that just mine for Bitcoin. I think one Bitcoin's worth like a hundred thousand dollars or something. Something, yeah. Yeah. But it ebbs and flows like it was worth nothing for a while. Well, yeah, when it first started, and, that, and then and then Reddit started like, well, we're going to make our own cryptocurrencies. And yeah. They keep trying to make them happen, and they're never going to happen. Stop trying to make those happen. Yeah. I mean, we say that, and it's definitely gonna, a year from now we're going to be like, we should have invested in garlic coin I or know, something. Yeah. <laughs> every every January we should do a podcast of things we regret not doing the previous year. <laughs> that was a good idea. As a good. Things we fucked up last year. <laughs> uh, now, do you remember when? Net, do you remember the very first Netflix? Because I didn't even understand Netflix streaming right until their first original show. Do you remember what the first original show was? That was their first, the first ever Netflix first original. First original Netflix show. What was? Because I remember been? watching it. I worked. For, what was it? It was season one of House of Cards. Oh, that was the first one. I think there was one other like nerd show. That may have huh. streamed House of Cards. How, season one of House of Cards, I'm pretty sure, was the first like big Netflix Shit. original that was streaming, or that was any sort of Netflix right. original. And so I got Netflix again just to figure it out because I wanted to watch House of Cards. Um, and boy, when I got on, I was like, "You can just watch these shows. You like, can just push a button and it plays." 
<laughs> I didn't know that's what I was like. I didn't even know that's what streaming really meant. It's crazy that people were so like hardcore against that because they're like, I want it to come in the mail and I watch it on my TV. I remember I, my and friend. People Jared, were pissed. I remember my friend Jared when I was younger. We were in high school. He had Netflix. Like it the way the, man, the subscription, yeah. And I was like, "This is insane! This company just sends fucking things to your house." Remember when Netflix tried to tried to rebrand and have two different brands? As well, it was like one was streaming and one was the yeah Netflix this. DVD, yeah. And, like, and then had the terrible name. The streaming one had a terrible name. I forget what it was. I'm gonna look it up. I do remember them doing that, and, and people, that's where people were getting pissed. Yeah, and like they almost like went out of business or something because of that. And now they fucking literally own the, the world. That's when the stock plummeted, and then people were buying it up. Like smart ass people were buying it up. And then it just completely like turned it around. It was insane. And now you can't imagine not streaming stuff, you know? 2011, Netflix splits DVD streaming business, rebrands with Quickster. Oh, that's Quickster a bad was name. gonna they were gonna split into two companies, Netflix Ugh, and Quickster. Quickster was gonna be cringe. the streaming service. Ooh. We could be watching Don't Fuck with Cats yeah. on Quickster. <laughs> Quickster a Quickster original. Oh my god. Yeah, no, Netflix has taken over the world. It's been And they won't release some of their fucking data. Like they'll tweet yeah, about it. No, I see, yeah, no, But they won't wild. say like here's like who watches what or whatever. That always trips me out. But then they they do really cool stuff like cuz I mean they Polar always, House, I agree. They, Big fan. They also have yeah. <laughs> they have show. like you know, they have you nailed down because like they know what you're watching. They know your your oh, trends yeah. and everything. Oh yeah. So speaking of House of Cards when that when they were doing that, they they cut a couple different trailers for when that was getting ready to come out, and, and they, they like serve you the one they thought you would. They were like. putting people in the buckets of like, well, this guy likes uh, Kevin Spacey, so let's show him the Kevin Spacey centric trailer. Interesting. Or, yeah, it was like this is so crazy, man. Motherfuckers got data though. No, they could they could ruin all of our lives. Oh, easily. definitely on God. I've been um. There's this thing I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram, which I'm not doing anymore. It's 2020. <laughs> There's this game. On Instagram, on the Instagram like uh, like like story filters, right? There's a game on there, the blanket six seconds game. Have you seen this? Uh. Uh-uh. It's literally a game where you stare at the you stare at the fucking camera in selfie mode. A timer is counting up on your head, and you blink your eyes, and the counter stops. And the goal is to make it stop at six point zero 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 seconds. And I have become absolutely obsessed with this game. <laughs> I've got what six point zero zero five. I've got five point nine nine five. Watch after with after this episode, we'll try it. See I, if I can get it on the first. I've made all my friends try it. Uh, no one's got it. Holy shit! I've seen other people on Instagram. Should I be it. the first? If you're the first, I'm gonna punch you. Oh my god! You might be the first though. I don't um, want to be the first. But as but like someone told me the other day, they were like, you know, every time you do that, they're probably just like taking your like retina scan data. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. And I was like, you know, I don't. Never care. mind. I'm not doing it. No, you should do it. Okay, I will. If you've taken a selfie, they probably have that shit. <laughs> But I was just like, I don't care. I want to blink at six seconds. It's, they do that every time. There's like, you remember when like people were doing the old filter and they were like, you're there to getting your data. They're doing that tick with TikTok right now. Yeah. Everything's TikTok is like a Chinese conglomerate that's trying to steal all our oh, identities. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That Facebook thing though, when it was like old you or whatever it was. Oh no, it was the it was, actual it was app, an app that would yeah. make you old. That's what it was. Yeah. What a fucking weird week of 2019 that everyone just made old photos yeah. of themselves. It's like what? Yeah. <laughs> That was a weird one. Do you remember the egg, the Instagram egg? Yeah. That was 2019. God. Right? It was. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, that's just like that's a crazy. fucking weird. It was like forever ago. Dude, that I know. Especially with like the memes. Yeah. I was like, this Area was 2019. 50, Area 51 was 2019. I thought that was 2015. Like, but we consume media and move on so fast now that that shit feels like it was like years ago. And you're like, oh, that was last month. 
Yeah, right. No like, shit. what the fuck? Area 51 was 2019. 30 to 50 feral hogs was 2019. Oh my God. That's my favorite one. I was like, what the fuck? I love confused people uh, tweeting about it. What are, what's all these hogs? I'm like, God damn it. Uh, Lil Nas X was 2019. My guy. Fuck. Love that guy. This guy, this motherfucker came in and broke the charts. Radio. Has, you know, he's the he has the longest yeah. reigning number one song of all time yeah. on Billboard. And Which then he broke back. his own record with Panini. No. With the, the streaming. Like he, he knocked, oh, the streaming. He, he knocked off no, his own number one with another number one. Well, the thing with Old Town Road was like he did that plus like two more popular remixes. So like yeah. I think if you add up all of them together, it's like the number one stream song of all time or something. Yeah, it was But insane. if you break them up into three different parts. um, But that goes back to like ratings and like how you keep track of shit. Like, yeah. Well, I remember Travis Scott getting shit on for that because with Astroworld, with like his merch and everything, you remember reading about that? No. He was selling merch for Astroworld whenever that album dropped. Right. And uh, with every, with every like, uh, oh, like it would like come bought, with it the would CD? album. Oh, Drake and it does kind of as an album sale. I'm I like, think Drake does so many bands. I'm like, what the fuck are you getting mad at this guy because he thought of something that could sell his record? Like, but it counts as an album sale, right? Yeah. Uh, but they changed that shit. They changed the reason. They changed the way there was it was uh, calculated because of that. I well, not because of that, because people were doing that. I don't understand how TV ratings work in 2020, especially with things like Netflix, especially with DVRs, especially with things like Sling TV and like and like YouTube with live TV. Because like every show has like record low ratings now, but it's right. like, but I feel like everyone's still watching uh-huh. shows, just in different ways. I don't understand how like Billboard charts are counted anymore. I don't understand how artists are paid through their music. Like I know they are somehow a little bit, but I don't get like what counts as a stream. You get like a fraction of a cent from every Spotify stream or whatever. I read or every s- thousand. I heard. I think it was a podcast. I heard and the podcast is called Switched on Pop. It's a really good show actually, where they like deconstruct popular music. Um, but one of the ones they did over the summer was like pop music. What happened? Like because it's changed. The Chainsmokers really fucked up pop music when they came out. Because they took out like choruses, or they or they would just make choruses that weren't actually choruses. They were just like a bridge to the next verse, basically. Right. But it's like to the next bass drop or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was just a drop and then the next verse and then yeah. a drop and then the next verse and that's the song. Um, but they were like, "There's no bridges. There's no real choruses. Like, what's going on?" And I mean, not really what's going on, but like, this is just what music is now. Yeah. And they were talking about how the average song length has gone. From like three and a half, like of like a Billboard like top fifty song, right? Has gone from like three and a half minutes down to like two and a half minutes just in the last like five years. Dang! Because if you get because they people want to get a full stream on like Spotify because if you get a full stream it counts as a lot more money. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, it's like probably helps that our fucking attention spans are shrinking every year too, man. It really is the way we consume media. Like we literally dropped bombs on Iran yesterday, yeah. and today I haven't thought about it once, dude. It's insane. <laughs> I know. Today I just realized that I was just like, oh yeah, that's a big news story that just 15, fucking happened. Fifteen years ago would have been like on everyone's on the top oh, yeah. of mind of everybody. Wall to wall coverage for sure. Yeah, and like today I'm just like, oh yeah, I forgot we did do that literally 24 hours ago. <laughs> so yeah. I was wondering, uh, one thing I did want to ask you about, like, you know, I was just thinking about music and, like, going into this year. I, like, was wondering who you would like to see do some new shit, like, in 2020. Like, is there anything you're looking Adele. forward to? <laughs> Adele and Rihanna. <laughs> Drop the records. Not your They're, girl Casey or what? I mean, she just released an album. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, if I obviously if I could just choose my favorite, I'd be like, yeah, Blink One Eighty Two every year, please. <laughs> um, but I'm talking like who are like due for an album that for I'm like sure. ready for. Lord, man, but, yeah, it's been 2016 since Melodrama came out. Are you serious? Yeah, Jesus, I know. Um, but I feel like Casey and Lord are on alternating album cycles, and I'll, I could live like that for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> I fucking love Lord, like. Lord is just a just a half step below Casey in my power <laughs> rankings. I love Lord my so much, and I love Lord so much. Uh, no, Lord's got it. Lord has to drop a record this year. I think Adele will. I think Rihanna will finally will. Um, I don't know about any other like just like normal bands. Um, I, I don't mean, know. Do I we, can't even think of like who I would be stoked about seeing that they were like doing something new. I mean, that we've gotten to a place now where like new music just comes out of nowhere for like these major artists they don't really announce that shit anymore like it's, it's true a, it's and become it's like, a trend i feel like man it's like the we're really like in the era of singles now you know like oh, the traditional sure. album thing i don't know if that's gonna be around much longer just with like the the, the status of like how music is released and disseminated now with like spotify and everything like i don't know drake really drake and the james Bumpers both really fucked that up for everybody yeah. No, I mean, it's that's true. I've been that way for a long time. I don't care that I'm that way. <laughs> like, I'm not a purist. I'm not like an album right. purist. I'm like a record purist. Um, I like songs. I've, I mean, when an album comes out, like, the, I know I'm talking a lot about shitty pop music, but <laughs> the new Harry Styles record came out a couple weeks ago. Hey, love, Harry's lo- that boy, though. Love my guy, Harry. Big, big, hairy guy. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, lots of hair. <laughs> uh, and... I mean, I listened to that entire record. I, I think it's really good. But there's also, I'm like, okay, I know the five songs I'm going to put on a playlist and listen to from now. Like, I'm not going to even really listen right. to the rest of it, you know? Um, that's why Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves for me was so special because that's like a fucking, that's not just a one song, like, oh, this is the song I'm going to listen to. Like, that whole record has to be beginning to end. There's not that many records, in my opinion, that I like that are like need to be need to be heard from beginning to end. Well, I was just, I mean, we were talking about, you know, obviously like the emo night and all the stuff that, you do so like you're you're a fan of that type of stuff but like i was talking to you just earlier when we we're before we were recording about may yeah and i think about albums like the everglow everglow's definitely a beginning to end up and it's just like yeah it's like that it was like a concept album that you know one song flows into the next flows into the next yeah and i always think about like man how would something like that work now because it's just like I mean, the it two, seems like those everything's last two, single. those last two kendrick records are like that yeah Damn and the Pimpin' Butterfly are both like full on. You need to listen to this whole thing from beginning to end. Like I said, I think Golden Hour is that way. That's my own opinion. Yeah, I I think Melodrama is that way. I think Melodrama tells a story. Um, there are some like singles that you can pull out of that, but um, but then you have like I said, artists like Travis Scott or Drake who are just right. like, here's ten songs that don't <laughs> sound alike, but they're all bangers, and you're gonna yeah. like them. And you're like, okay, I don't need to listen to this in any order at all. I'm just gonna listen right. to it whenever, however I want. Um, but yeah, I mean. That's kind of how it is now. I'm a playlist guy. I make a playlist every quarter. I started my 2020 playlist today, actually, of songs that I'm gonna listen, to, songs that I'm into that are have come out within the last like month and will continue to come out through the spring. Nice. Yeah. Can you give us a look into that playlist? Uh, oh my God, I have to pull. I have only like three songs on it right now. I have to pull yeah. it up. Oh, we're pretty pretty uh, fresh in, but I think it's yeah. interesting. I mean, it's just talking about how the shit's gonna be different this year man it's just like it just seems like it's always changing you know what i mean like there's this girl named uh i can't even want to say this out loud. go ahead i've never said this word out loud before in my life because i only just found her like literally this week beba doobie 
Jesus. Her name is Biba Doobie. <laughs> She's a badass UK like rock girl. Like big Courtney big Courtney Barnett vibes from her. Oh. Um she was like the first song on my twenty twenty playlist. So we'll see. Very nice. Yeah. See how she turns out. We'll check back in on her a year from now when we talk <laughs> about things we fucked up in twenty twenty. <laughs> She'll be like the tippity top of the list. That's right. It turns out she was like a fucking like like she was a buzz. Sounds like she was a terrorist or something. I'm trying to think, yeah, what was the um what was the thing you said where you uh I'm trying to think of the album that you bought. It was like the random band that you bought. An Lucky album Seven? Of. Lucky Seven, baby. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy Lucky Seven because oh, I bought, I bought Taking Back Sunday. It was between them and Taking Back Sunday. That's what it was. Lucky Seven has never gotten this much publicity <laughs> in their entire existence. And so I was like, man, I get, we got to break those guys up again to see if we can get them some rotation. Listen, they were really good <laughs> for about 20 minutes in 2001. All right. They were great. They had a song. They had a record. I almost bought it over Taking Back Sunday. Would have changed my life. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. One uh man, one of the new things I'd seen was like Jimmy World's like whole thing they got going. Yo, on they right got now. a new song out. They got a new record out. Their music video some, is insane. That one of those new songs is fucking good. It sounds, five, ex- five, five? it sounds exactly like their old songs. <laughs> like there's nothing new or different about it. But it's fucking good. I don't yeah. know what it's called. That's I was reading that. about there's a song that they have on that album. It's called Five Five Five. And the music video is fucking bonkers. And you're like, what the hell is Jimmy World doing? Like, you need to check this video out. It's nuts. Love Never is the song that I've heard that okay. I really like. It's a new one. 555 is the song that you're talking about? Yeah. And is the, the video is crazy or the song? The video crazy? is insane. We'll watch the video out together. After and so, this. Uh, it. yeah, it's weird, man. But, like, uh, I mean, it's the same, like, well thought out shit because, like, I read an interview about, like, what the story behind the song was. And Jim Atkins talked about it's like five 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 is like always the area code whenever you it's like a fake phone number in a movie. In like a movie, yeah. And so it's like that that idea, like the play on like unanswered calls, like ergo like unanswered prayers. Well, okay, that's a leap in logic. And I was just like, wow, like you guys are still thinking this shit out, huh? Jimmy World's still the band that I've never that I the number one band that I've never seen live that I want to. Really? Oh, I've never yeah. seen them. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking with like this new band, with this new record, they're gonna go on tour, and I'm like, dude, please come here. They don't, ever, they don't come here that often, right? I know they no, played in Tulsa once or twice, and I know they played the Pop Disaster tour here. I, I played them. That. I saw them at the Diamond when they played here. I know they played the Diamond. Yeah, I want to see them very badly. It was the album after. Ooh, it might have been Futures. No, it was the album after Futures. Invented. It was the Invented tour. Invented. Yeah, that may have been the one. They had the coffee, coffee and cigarettes on it. No. Wait, is that the one that had Big Casino on it? I think so. I fucking like that song. Yeah. Wait, hang on. Chase This Light. No, Chase This Light was after Futures. Invented. Chase This Light was a great record. I never, oh, yeah. I've never listened to Invented. Chase This Light had Big Casino, and then it, and then it has that song, uh, Dizzy. Oh, yeah. Dizzy is like a top three Jimmy World song. I love that it's Goo, like Goo a, Doll song. It's a <laughs> 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 also great. Also great. <laughs> Uh, no, Dizzy was like a late era Jimmy World song that I fucking fell in love with, and like it's like one of my three favorite songs by them. Dude, Jimmy just brings it every time though. They fucking rule they live fuck. too. They still fuck. They fuck. I've never seen them live, but I believe you. <laughs> you know what song was popping off? So I went to an after party after my New Year's Eve party. Uh-huh. It was like a house party. It was pretty crazy. I'll show you a video in a minute. I think you'll appreciate it. Noise. Fucking Bowling for Soup was popping what? this party off. No way. I know you mentioned them earlier. Yeah. 1985 people lost their minds. Holy shit. I was like, how do I've never played this at a dance party <laughs> or at emo night? <laughs> oh, you've never played it at emo night? No. We never played Bowling for Soup at emo night. Like, Man. I, th- I thought for a while that Bowling for Soup was a local band. <laughs> 
for some reason just because they would get played on like the on like the buzz. <laughs> and I was like, no one else has heard of this band. But They're not from too far away. I guess from Plano. Are they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I they, they were just a weird band that kind of came out of nowhere and yeah. like made two or three big songs, and they're probably still cashing those checks. And that fucking 1985 was a cover, man. SR71. No. Yeah. No. 100%. I thought SR71 wrote it, but like Bowling for Soup performed well, it. Well, I heard there's, I mean, I heard SR71's Is there an SR71 version? recorded version yeah. of it? No way. I'll listen to it. Dude, we have so many, we have so many things to I do know. after this. We got to get a list going. <sighs> um, SR71, I fucking love them too. They were like, they were one of those bands kind of like Phoenix TX. Oh yeah. Kind of like messed. Wow. That like for a while, for like the first record they came out and they were just like, surf guitar like fun time <laughs> rock and roll and the second record they were like we're the saddest thing that's ever existed jesus like that second sr71 record was so fucking heavy and sad i was like what the fuck happened but right now was my shit <laughs> i love that song shout out to wave race 64 oh shit yeah i was gonna say i'm wearing the hoodie i was like what yeah dude uh <clears throat> as I, that song and then uh who were the other two? Oh, Phoenix TX. They're the same thing. Like they've made like two records that were just like fun poppy, and then they just turned dark quickly. The brooding thing, man. The emo thing started popping, dude. Do you remember Mess? Like, what's the dealio? I know. Well, I, we talked about Mess because like they came up on that Jimmy World episode, and then I was just like, wait, who are these guys? Because like I wasn't familiar. I but I'm only Mess. familiar because they brought it up. I fucking loved Mess. They had a song. They had the dumbest fucking pop. Punk, not even pop punk, it was literally just pop at that point. <laughs> the dude's just going, What's the dealio? over and over and over. Like, that was the song, the and fuck? I loved it. <laughs> and then the next record was just like, We're all gonna kill ourselves with like heavy guitars. And I was what like, What happened to you guys? Like, that was emo. That's when emo hit, and every band was like, Well, I guess we gotta fucking be dark. Let's now. do that thing now. Yeah. Like, even Blink 182, who's like my favorite band of all time, they kind of fell into that with that self titled record. They didn't fully fall into it. But even with like Stay Together for the Kids and like Astinia, like everything on that, so like the, the Tom DeLonge songs on that self-titled record, yeah. are, like, they get pretty emo. Did you go? Did you go to Angels and Airwaves? No, you didn't. Okay, I had tickets. I had a few friends that went. I didn't know if you went. I no, I had tickets, and then something else came out, so I didn't go. I gave my tickets to somebody, but I have seen Angels and Airwaves before a long time ago. I heard they did a couple Blink songs, a uh, couple covers. I, like, I think he nice. plays. He plays. I miss you. I think, which that's where really, are you? That's so funny. That that's become like an iconic like meme. That is funny. <laughs> yeah, people are like Dude, this really old song. Uh, the other day, I was talking to my nephew, and he was like, "There was this really old song. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's this meme, and it's like, look at his graph." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, dude, that's Nickelback, son. What are you talking about? Really old, bro? That's not that old, dude. Remember when Nickelback was like running shit?" Yeah. <laughs> Nickelback is that band. Nickelback is just like episode one of Star Wars. Don't you dare. No one. Don't you dare. No one. Kel and I I will come for your head if you talk shit about Sebulba (laughs) and pod racing. I'm saying people liked it until they were told that they weren't supposed to like it. That's the exact thing with episode one and with Nickelback. Okay. What real qualms do you have with Nickelback? I'm like. You know what I mean? Like, why did everyone decide that they were... That fucking song they did for Spider-Man fucked. The hero song? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, who was it? Okay. I I agree with this. I actually did this for the long... I actually did that for the longest time. Like, I just let people tell me how to yeah. feel and, like, how to think about things. Um, my favorite author is Chuck Klosterman. I don't know if you're familiar with Chuck Klosterman. 
he used to just be like a columnist for a bunch of magazines. He like wrote music shit and now he just writes books. Um, but he wrote, I can't remember what, what magazine it was for, but I think it was maybe spin in like 2012 or he did a thing where he's like, I went, he was like, it was the worst concert night in New York city history. So I had to go to both. And it was like a night in New York city where Nickelback and Creed both played like across wow. the street from each other. So he like went to both shows. Jesus. And I was just like, and he like interviewed the people that were there to see these bands. And they were just like, I don't fucking care. I fucking love Creed. I'm going to see Creed. Wow. I'm going to have a great time. And I was like, you know what? Good for those people. Well, it's like, there's like this weird thing that's going on now where it's like, because people don't like something, it's like they have to convince you not to like it. No, I was like, thinking about that. Let me like something. I was thinking dude. this. We can talk about this if you want. We can do a hard pivot. On God. We can do a hard pivot into Star Wars if you want. On God. Because I saw, I'm assuming you've seen episode nine. Um, I also saw episode nine. I loved it. Me too. I fucking loved it. I don't care. I mean, I, obviously I'm sitting there watching it going, well, that doesn't really make sense. So whatever. You know what I mean? That's my thought. I was too busy having fun. Yeah, to exactly. Be like something will happen where I'll be like, oh, I don't understand why that happened, but okay. But like, I don't think that much about it. And I was just, I was shocked. I mean, I knew obviously it's like, oh, it's a popular thing. People are going to not like it. I was shocked to be like in the minority of people who actually did I, like it. I'm like, dude, this movie is a good, like what the hell? Dude? I just want to fucking watch Star Wars. <laughs> Everyone, I'm like, yeah, we're getting out. And like you said, most people, like a lot of people were shitting on it. Yeah. I'm in the movie theater. Everyone's like having a blast. And then they leave and everyone goes and shits on it. And I'm like... <laughs> You all just had a fucking awesome time watching this movie, and then you decided you didn't like it when you got home because you read what the critics thought about it? Like, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Like, this is what Reddit said, so I have to agree with that. I was told what to think. Uh, I have to add this to the list of things I have to show you. There was a TikTok of someone who's in the Star Wars, who's like in the theater, like opening night for Star Wars. And I guess someone else in the theater, like, took, like, as the, as the crawl was starting, someone took a photo of the screen. It was like a flash photo. And so the whole theater just starts booing and just like boo, like fuck you. Jeez. And then the boo stop just long enough for you hear one guy like far away go, turn your flash off, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then right after he says that, the fucking crawl starts and the music hits and, and like the first note hits and the whole theater just erupts in like applause. That's amazing. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> I was like, this is the most Star Wars thing That's I've incredible. ever seen. Yeah. I'll show it to you when we're done. That's hilarious. Um, but no, I love I love the new trilogy. I love especially the Ryan Johnson movie. I love Ray so much. And people too. were like so Dude, quick is, shit on her. Like she's a Mary Sue, and I'm like no, fucking Luke not. Skywalker was a Mary yeah, Sue. Then. She absolutely was. She was not. I love Finn. I love Ray. I, I mean, I like Poe a lot. I like those three better than I like the original three. Like I like those three more than I like Han, Luke, and Leia. Um, I love this new trilogy. I love this new trilogy just as much as I love the old trilogy. My, the original uh, trilogy. My wife has never seen a Star Wars movie, and she went to episode nine. It was the first Star Wars movie she ever watched. It was hilarious. Okay. And then we leave, and she's like, oh, we should watch the other ones. So I'm like, like okay. Power through one Let's through eight? Let's do it. Yeah. So we're watching. Well, we just finished uh, Empire last night, actually. Empire's still the best. But we started episode one. And so we watched all the trilogy. That's interesting that that's the order you chose. Well, I was like, well, you know, with like the story, I guess we should. And I asked a few friends, like, what would be the best way to do it? And kind of was him on. I was like, let's just start episode one. So we watched through episode one, two, three, and we get to four. And like, she's like having a blast. Episode one, two, and three. And I done, I did that thing where it was like. I was telling her, like, oh, you know, this is Jar Jar Binks. Like, he's pretty much, like, the universally most hated character yeah. in Star Wars. And then, oh, it's the pod racing scene. Like, people think that maybe they spent too much time on this. Like, 
And she doesn't. She has no preconceived notions right. at all. And she's just like, I keep telling her this stuff, and she just hits me with like the most profound shit. She's like, "Do Star Wars fans even like Star Wars?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my fuck, man!" Like, I was like, "That's so true." Yo, shout like, out to your wife. And so then, that's I, brilliant. Last night I asked her because we finished uh, Empire last night, and I was like, um, "What's been your favorite movie so far?" It was like we were like going to bed. I was just like, "Which she one would like, be like?" She said, "Episode 2 I'm gonna lose my mind. She said, "Episode two. Holy fuck, yes! She's like, "I love the love, like the love story, so great. Yes, I love it." Hell and I was yeah. just like, and she's like, "I love Jar Jar." Oh my god! <laughs> it is, like, but she is not jaded and been told that she wasn't right. supposed to like she's that pure. shit. And so she's just like, "I love those stories." But it was so fun when we started a new hope. Because, you know, we're watching it, and she's just like, this is so boring. I was just going to say, I could see four being so boring she after like, one, two, and three. When is anything going to happen? And then yeah. we watch Empire. Empire, right? Whenever, Yeah, the, Empire is whenever uh, Luke gets stuck out in the on Hoth. Yeah, it's the beginning of Empire. And so he's like, or we're watching it, and he gets stuck, and then Han goes out to find him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, Ugh. she's like, is it going to be half the movie them trying to find him out? Because nothing happened in the last movie. And I was just like, dang, like she like super loved like the first three. No, and because we're the first four three, and five, like, and the she's f- just like, these are so boring. <laughs> like the, like the storytelling <laughs> of the first three are so much more our attention span. Now. I know, and it's just so funny for her to be like, nothing even happened. <laughs> like when all you have is episode four, and that's all you have for like four years or you know, three years before the next movie comes out. You're gonna watch it a hundred times. You're gonna love it. But when you have all of them in front of you, you're going to be like, yeah, one, two, and three were just like boom, boom, boom. And then four starts. It's just like a fucking drag. Yeah, she's like, Nothing what? happens this in that movie so until boring. they get to the Death Star, really. Yeah. Like, yeah, and even then, it's just like the lamest lightsaber. Like the lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader where he like hits him down. It's so fucking lame I, now. Well, we've seen fucking Darth Maul and all that shit. Yeah. We just saw Rey versus Kylo on the sinking Death Star. Well, and she, yeah, that was the first oh movie. God. That was the first Star Wars movie she's ever seen. Was episode nine? Yeah, because oh I was God. like, "Well, because yeah, a friend boy. was buying all of our tickets, you know, so we could be in the same group or whatever." Right. And I was like, "Do you want to go?" Like, I was, I knew I was going to go for sure, but I was right. like, "Do you want to go?" Like, he's going to buy all our tickets. We'll pay him back. She was like, "Sure." And then she's just like, "This is dope. Like, let's watch the other ones." And for her to have like their reactions, just hilarious. I'm like, "This is so funny. Like, this is so the opposite of what Star Wars fans do." I, I'm so on board with her and with what we're saying right now. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I love it. I was just like, this is so funny, man. I mean, the, the prequel trilogy isn't great, but it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Dude, I know. Um, that first, even, I mean, episode one, I'd still like. I love the, I mean, I fucking love the pod racing scene. Dude, I fucking love, remember dope. the N64 game, the pod racing game? Yes. That game was the shit. I know. Yeah. And Duel of the Fates is like the best Darth Star Wars Maul, song. Darth Maul, son. Darth Maul and Duel of the Fates is like the best Star Wars song. They literally glaze over that movie like Darth Maul didn't happen. And fucking Qui-Gon Jinn? Yeah. Madison, Madison was like, what, Liam Neeson's in Star Wars? This is dope. Like, <laughs> it's the prequel to Taken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see Solo? I didn't love Solo. I, nah, I didn't really like it. But I didn't like the Darth Maul. And see, fight. that was like the call that I had to make. I was like, should we watch these, this Star Wars and we didn't okay, end up so watching this. I only just recently, right, like a couple of weeks before I saw episode nine, so like like November, right. I finally watched Rogue One for the first time. I fucking loved Dude, Rogue, Rogue One. One was tight. I didn't love Solo. I love Rogue One. I agree 100%. The thing I love about Rogue One is that it's these characters that you meet once and then they die. Yeah. <laughs> and they all die at the end and you never have to worry about them again. <laughs> 
And then with Solo, Solo, it's just like, oh, it's on Solo. And then Donald Glover's Lando, which is too distracting for me at this point. He's too famous to be Lando. I can't see him and not. Like, Donald Glover is more famous than Lando Calrissian. And they're doing a Lando show, right? Not, yeah, because of yeah, because of that weird scene at the end of nine. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I loved Rogue One, didn't love Solo. Oh, the only real big gripe I had about episode nine was that like Lando came back and like oh Palpatine's back and she has to be like his granddaughter. Like I, I, fucking, I was like That's the only thing I was just like, give me like some new people, give me new shit. Like I'm oh, I'm over these older people. <laughs> They've had all these movies for, about them and for them. I understand it's a Skywalker saga, but like Give me, give me some new shit. That meme someone made it was like, "I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray, Star Wars, directed by J.J. Abrams." <laughs> <laughs> that shit killed. Ray, Star Wars. <laughs> I, I loved, I love that there's like this weird rivalry now between Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams. I know they were like, like everyone thinks there's like other, like, everyone thinks there's like beef between them now. I would love to see like celebrity boxing with that them. That would be dope. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, have you watched The Mandalorian? No, I haven't seen it yet. Do you have Disney Plus at all or no? I do have it. I'm about to cancel it because I never use it. Oh, shit. I think I'm about to go to Apple TV Plus, actually, just to try I mean, it out. I've been wanting to, there's like some programming I want to watch I'm the like, morning show. Yeah. Everyone keeps talking about the morning show. I haven't watched it. I want to. Fuck, I need to check that shit out. 2020, man. That's our year. <laughs> yeah. That's I should have tweeted that because uh, I saw that in 2019. That shit killed me. It was like someone tweeted 2018 on, it was like December 31st. It's like 2019 is my year for sure. And it was like twelve oh one on uh t- in twenty nineteen. It was like I already fucked it up. Twenty twenty is my year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one of the funniest things I ever saw on Twitter was you remember when David Bowie died? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> no, there was um, David Bowie died the same like weekend that the Cincinnati Bengals were in the NFL playoffs. I think they were a favorite, and they ended up getting upset by I think the Pittsburgh Steelers. They ended up losing. And someone created someone like created like a screenshot of a fake account called um, Bowie and Bangles, <laughs> and the oh and the, and the bio and the bio just said like I fucking love David Bowie and the Cincinnati Bengals, and like the tweet the day before was just like ready for a great weekend, and then like the tweet right afterward was just like oh god, <laughs> Jesus Christ, it fucking killed me. When People's I saw effort it. is one hundred percent on Twitter. I've said this before. I'll say it again. The funniest people on the face of the earth are on Twitter replies. I no, like, I think they're on Reddit replies. Dude, okay, Reddit too. Yeah. But Reddit, there's too many fucking jaded people on Reddit, though. Maybe. Well, Ryan, I appreciate you stopping by, man. Um, why don't yeah. you tell people where they can keep up with everything you're doing and, and keep up with like the dance parties and all that good I stuff? I mean, I've literally just talked about how I'm trying to stay off of social media. <laughs> hey, they st- you still got it. The show must go on, bro. I know. Um, wait, wait, what are you? Wait, do you have New Year's resolutions? I wanted to ask you this. Me? What you, yeah, what are yours? Um, my, I have a couple, be more decisive. I'm kind of a him har. Like I'm like, Oh, whatever you want. I'm like, my big thing this year is this is, this is my decision. Okay. And then, um, being more, uh, like basically like yours, not wasting as much time on fucking social media. It's hard. It's super hard. It's hard. not get to, it's not even social media. It's just like the infinite content cycle. It's even just like Reddit or TikTok or Instagram, yeah. That's so hard. being more conscious of my time, yeah. uh, being decisive, and then um, being more direct. It kind of goes Ooh. with, like, being decisive, but, like, I'm someone that's kind of a, you know, like a him haul a lot. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, whatever you think, like, that's good. Or uh, people ask me for feedback, mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes people don't take my feedback as serious because I'm like, that's great. Like, every time 
because I'm trying to encourage them. Right. But not being a dick about it, but just being like, here's my actual like critique of this. So okay. like being more direct like that. Okay. What are yours? Uh, no, drinking water, which is why I had to get up and leave Fucking in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> I literally got the most expensive water bottle known to man. It's called the it? Hydrate Spark. It's fucking cool. It lights Sponsor up. Sponsor the podcast. Hydrate Spark. It's no, a hundred thousand dollar water bottle. It's not that expensive. Hundred thousand. Uh, but no, yeah, just that. Staying off social media. Just, just keeping up the running and just you know living, being a healthier person. You're gonna be fucking thinner and thinner every goddamn time i see you and it that's makes me not sick. true i gained so much weight Did in you? december because i got my 100 miles in december in like 13 days Jesus. and i was like i'm done for the year now i'm just gonna take the rest of the year off and all <laughs> i did was eat like a fucking monster and party every night and just drink so much Jesus. it was it was a time um but no okay uh, i'm really i'm you can follow me on instagram follow this honestly follow the speakeasy if you want to know about dance oh, party yeah, shit, like that's a better, it. yeah. Yeah. Speakeasy, uh, their Facebook page is popping off. They're doing a lot of shit there. Um, and their Instagram is like the underscore speak. Yeah. And I just find myself going to the speakeasy. I mean, it's always been my favorite bar. I find myself going there more and more often. Like I used to just go there for my events and then I'm like, just for like my good friends events. And now I feel like I'm going there almost every weekend now just cause there's like so much cool shit going on there all the time. They're always doing some different shit every like yeah. different, like, uh, Kellen's doing like a Tekken thing up there a lot. Yeah, Kellen does his Tekken thing. James does his art shows. Like yeah. our friends, our fucking pl- friends at Blink World Five. Like they, yeah, they play like That's Blink so Two covers. I do my dance parties. We do emo night. Uh, we do. We did the OC thing there. <laughs> oh, the, the table read thing. Yeah, we did the table read there. <laughs> Bring that. We back. did Tinder live there for a few times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Forgot about Ooh. that. Um. So yeah, the speakeasies just popping. Like they're they're awesome. I love them. They have comedy every Wednesday. I don't know why I'm promoting them so hard right now. <laughs> they trivia That's every, spot, bro. Trivia every Tuesday with our buddy Wade. That used to be my trivia night. Now we handed the torch off to Wade. Uh, comedy every Wednesday night with our friends CJ and uh, Josh Lathney. So uh, get out to the motherfucking <clears throat> speak any day of the week. goddammit. it. No, really, they they're just always doing cool shit, and all my parties are through them. So follow follow them on Instagram for sure. February first, come oh, to yeah, the, come to the four year anniversary. February first is the four year anniversary. Party. February first. There you go. Four that's years. Be, been, that's four the party years, to go to. Four years. I've been doing this shit. And Wayne Coyne's gonna be there. Ryan not personally true. guaranteed it. I did not. Oh no, he didn't. That's you right. know, I interviewed Wayne Coyne at the Speakeasy once. We did it in the live event. Yeah, that was the first that. ever event. I I think. First or second event I ever produced myself, like out of nowhere. We just pulled it together, got some bands to play. Wayne Coyne showed up. One of the most embarrassing nights of my life. Oh, Jesus. I was 22, 21, and we were in that like 2010 place where you could be like, everything has to be like over the top, like crazy, like fucking this and that. And like, we got to make, we got to offend people, like as a joke, you know? And uh, we got drunk as hell interviewed Wayne Coyne on stage, asked him the worst questions. The crowd, people, so many people showed up to see Wayne and they were just like, who are these two idiots? <laughs> like, it was just like uh, frat dudes interviewing Wayne Coyne is what Jesus. it seems like. Yeah. I still have a recording of that and it is embarrassing. Fucking A. Anyway, that's my So you're creating that. that February 1st. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to recreate that. I don't think he would ever talk to me again after that. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, well, as always, guys, follow us on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.